Joe, Joe from the Bronx. Are you uh, from recovery? Yeah, um, I'm in a Buddhist recovery program, Recovery Dharma Online. And, and I had I had some AA experience before that, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Raven, Raven's in my group. Oh, she is. Oh, so you're you're trying to bypass AA and use Buddhism? Oh, I, I actually I got um, you know I have a history of relapse. I've had a year. I've had three and a half years. I've had nine years. I had 17 months in a holistic program, and now I got 14 months in this Buddhist recovery program. But I got to be straight with you, Paul. It's the most peaceful I've ever been in my life. Great. So, great. uh, I got to check out. What's it called, mate? Recovery Dharma. Recovery Dharma. H A R M A. Uh, There's another group, Recover from Dharma. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I can't Get use the Buddha to see to find the Buddha. I get that. I'm not a Buddhist. We're in the Recovery from Dharma group. <laughs> well, there I am. It's time to move on. We'll be I'm, seeing I'm actually, you. Uh, listen, I'm, only, I'm actually only doing two meetings a week at that place where I'm assisting with the facilitation we got four private meetings where we drop the whole format we do our own thing yeah and then um i do a meeting at six in the morning with my friend from japan where no one shows up we talk for an hour and a half and now i'm i found you man (laughs) oh thank you yes well you're you're the next level this or not joe but because you're here this has qualified you to be a lifetime member of Zen Bitch Slap, which is <laughs> involuntary. Yeah, it's involuntary. You. I have no choice. All I'm right. in. I'm That's completely sure. in. Thank you, Paul. See you later. Yeah. Right, Mike. Right. Okay, I'll mute off. Meg. Right. Uh, okay, go ahead and unmute yourself. All right. Yes. Can you hear me? It's all well. Sound? Oh, good. Hey, nice to see everybody. Uh, Some of you, I know I've been coming. There's Vlad and everyone. Scott, and have you been here before? Oh, I saw you speak in L.A. probably, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago, man. Oh, Oh, yeah. All right. So you're a lifetime member of Zen Bitch Slap. Yeah, that's and, good. And uh, ten years sober. Oh, great! Fantastic! Yeah. All right. So, well, welcome. Thanks, I'm man. Happy good to see you, see you again. again. Yeah, yeah. It's always the whole idea. We're gonna just present it. Is the assumption of non-duality is that you are what you're looking for, yeah, or what you're not looking for. You are basically, and then. So basically, from that assumption, the rest of the time, the activity of it is non-duality, which is a negation of two, yes? So whatever, you'll find out what two is and what two ain't. But let's say two is subject-objectness, yes? 
and then a lot of variations based on that. And even with the message, so let's say you're a, you're a lion, and yet there's a, an activity in the lion which is uh, like a sheep programming. So the, what the lion is listening to all day in, in its head is assuming it's a sheep, yes? So the assumption isn't that it's a lion, which would be factual, the assumption it's a sheep. And so now the lion's walking around living as if it's a sheep, yeah? To the point it may even want to, if it runs into a book about lions, it may want, it may read it and may want to aspire to a qualities that the lions express, all the while being a lion, yeah? So let's say the lion comes to a meeting and he hears that it's a lion. Pretty quick, pretty direct transmission, yes? Lion, lion, bammo, over, should be. Yeah, because if you are that, how much pointing would you need? Yeah? I don't think you need that much pointing if you are it already. So someone just, all right, you're a lion, I'm a lion, bingo. So what happens? See? So in Tunis, you can't tell the lion, you can't speak to the lion and tell it it's a lion. It doesn't get through because it gets waylaid by the sheep programming. So you have to talk to the lion about the sheep. So it's not good enough to say there is no sheep, yeah? Because what's going to hear that is the sheep programming, yes? So now the sheep gets even more confused because now it just heard as a sheep that there is no sheep even though its experience is as a sheep all day. So it usually doesn't go that far. Yeah? So you recognize that you hear you're not a body, but what claims to hear it is of a body. Yeah? So therefore it neuters the message. So the message doesn't work, hey, you're a lion. You have to negate the previous message that we've been listening to. The message that we're a sheep, yeah? That message has got a lot of traction in time. It has a historical reference that you are, were a sheep. And then it has another historical reference, you're going to be a sheep. So the programming has a very, very wide uh, radius of its projection, yeah? So you were a sheep, you're going to be a sheep, therefore you are a sheep. All the while... Being, being a lion, yeah? So, the point is, the assumption you're going to hear in non-duality is you are what you're looking for, then let's look at what's blocking that assumption from landing, so to speak, yeah? So let's see, it. to me, after I heard satsang, it became paramount that it's more important to hear about the sheep than it is to hear about the lion, if I'm a lion, yeah? It's much more important to hear about a sheep because if I'm in the act of being identified as a sheep, if something gets pointed out about sheeping and I realize I'm not that, what, what happens? Find out, first of all. But let's say my idea of what happens is you sense being a lion, yeah? You don't arrive at it because when you sense it, you've never not been a lion. Yeah, it puts us, 
it may not keep it, it may not put everything to rest, but it stuns the programming where you actually are what you're looking for, and it's always been the same case. You've never not been that. Yeah? So what happens? The programming arises and claims to be the hearer of that message. Yes? So you got to catch the thief and also the policeman, in a sense, and see that you're neither one. Yeah? And therefore, you've just been in the event of not two. Not two, policeman, thief. Bammo, not two. There you go. Then you have a sense of what you are. And now you start traveling, not with that sense, but as that sense. And you've always been traveling as that sense. But there's a, an intimacy now that wasn't seemingly available to you as a sheep. Yes? So, the whole point of the message is to negate the previous message that we've been believing all these years, that we're a sheep. That message gets reinvigorated, reinforced, re repeated constantly, constantly, constantly. Everything that arises, all experiences, all activities, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, they're all being claimed by the sheep programming and implying all that stuff that's going on implies something that's not going on, which is the sheep, yeah? So suddenly, the sheep now becomes that which is always going on and is either being done to by what's going on or is doing what's going on. This is the bondage of self or the bondage of sheep, let's say. So the lion is in, an, seemingly, it's appearing to the lion that it's in the bondage of sheep. Yeah? So let's negate the activities. You don't negate the activities. You, ne you negate what those activities are implying. So you now see there is no self, but there's a whole lot of selfing. Yes? The mental state is, the, is in the act of being identified as self, which is a verb called selfing. So there's a whole lot of selfing going on, and that selfing is such, has such a cool movement in a way. The mental process claims what's happening and uses that what, what is happening to imply the one. Yeah, And it happens after the fact, yet it's presupposed before all facts. Yeah? This is why we don't see it, because humbly, in our programming, we believe time is linear. We think there was a past, there's this present moment, and the only way we even have a sense, a conceptual sense of the present moment, is with the bookend of past and future. That's how we understand the present moment. That's not understanding the present moment. That's understanding time. Yeah? So the past... And the future, a bookending this moment. So the past moves through the pr present and ends up in a future. But the mental state does something. It claims that which happens before, and then it presupposes a manufactured before that. Yeah? So every action implies the actor, and you feel like the actor, even when you're not doing anything. Yeah? Even though the feeling of being the actor was generated by claiming the action, yeah, we're so habitually into it 
it's just taken it be so obvious that any doing I must be the doer of. And this is you can see this in recovery in a blatant way. Because a lot of people who've been taken over by drugs and alcohol, and it's not the drugs and alcohol, it's this mental addiction. When they've been taken over, they were pretty much apt to do almost anything under the influence of that which took them over. Yet when they come seemingly to, their mental state easily claims all that behavior as theirs. So you get bonded to the gorilla's behavior. Yeah. So you're dancing with a gorilla. It's, you're going to stop when the gorilla wants to stop. And, but still, when it's all, everything that happened underneath the gorilla's influence, it, there's a claiming that, that it was you that did it. So you're bonded to the past right now. There's no freedom from it. So if you see what you're not, you'll find out what you are. Instead of trying to substitute knowledge, a conceptual idea of what we are, yeah, that only placates what you're not. What you're not wants to know a lot of shit. What you are could give it doesn't give a shit really. It totally loves living on a need-to-know basis because it likes to travel light. Yeah, it likes to. It, it's streamlined. It's economized. It doesn't want to be burdened by unnecessary knowledge. And most of the knowledge, you become a professor of whatever you're studying. Let's say a professor of holes, but you keep falling into holes. What's good is that knowledge? So, just just let's have the direction set. The assumption of non-duality is you are. I am. Yeah? Why isn't that so why isn't that obvious? There must be an activity that's going on that's making something incredibly obvious not obvious. Yeah? It's the act of being identified as what you're not. Yeah? If you that act of being identified as what you're not doesn't need to stop. What what is needed is a loss of interest in it. That's all. And how there's a loss of interest in it is when you see it's not about you. Seriously. You don't lose interest. You lose interest in that. And then you're going to observe what you gain interest in. Maybe you'll gain an interest in the presence that we're exuding right now while in the mental state it's totally occupied with yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah. But at that same moment of its occupation of yesterday and tomorrow is the, the, is the momentless moment of constant incessant presence. Yeah. You can see the activity of what you're not from what you are. But you're never going to see what you are from what you're not. You're never going to see it. You are it. So if you have a feeling that, yeah, you heard the message and the first thing you did was the wrong step, yeah, that added time and distance between you and what you are, then this is the answer. You listen to this message, there's a repetition, and it gets through. You get served the spiritual subpoena, yeah? You don't even know you're in the court of light, yeah? But you'll see the results of you being, all your old transgressions 
being annulled and voided. And then suddenly, instead of having a whip moving you to the next bigger, better moment, you'll be in an acceptance. Yeah? You won't spend the day trying to become okay. You'll live the day being okay. What more do you want, really? And who wants more, really? I heard it the, the affirmative way. I heard people describe what we are as all we are is consciousness and the giant void and the universal love. And you know what? It didn't translate to Paul as the action figure. It actually made Paul's life worse because I didn't feel any of that. And I felt because of self-centeredness, I must have fucking done something not to feel it. So more guilt and shame, spiritual guilt and shame, what was poured on me. <laughs> so spiritual practice was like a slavery. I had to do it to get out of this terrible guilt for leaving the Godhead, as if I ever could have left what I am. Yeah, The Course in Miracles captures it perfectly. They talk about it, it's this crazy idea that we live as, which is the idea that we separated from everything. And now we're in a special somewhere. <laughs> and we're hoping to never lose the identity of the somewhere, but somehow merge in the everywhere in a future date, of course. Yeah? And before we merge, there's so many requirements on our side. Purification, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> remorse, mea culpas, on and on, and the spotlight never gets off of us. <laughs> it completely becomes about us again. Completely. I remember I used to be practicing. I had to practice every day. I had this beautiful girlfriend in Canada. Sometimes she would feel, you know, amorous while I was doing my practice. No! Get Get behind me, Sheba. Get behind me, Medusa. I must... Jesus Christ, what an insane thing. <laughs> Life was bringing me beautiful love. No, no. I've been called to a more nobler journey. Yeah, a self-centered one, for sure. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're right, Let's see what happens if you're corrected. And it, let's see if you're corrected and you go the same way. All right? Let's just check it out. Yeah? I don't think you're going to sit for 13 hours meditating. I don't believe you will. Because you will realize this isn't going anywhere. This ain't transcending a freaking thing. Yeah? This ain't getting out. If I could have gotten out, I would have. I shot fucking cocaine like a religious sacrament. I shot it in my neck so I could get to the brain and the heart faster than through the arm. It was too slow. I wanted to check out so fast and so completely that I would never be there. It didn't work. <laughs> you can't transcend an imaginary place. You can't. You're not going to get out of here as this. You're not. The beautiful thing, who says you're in here? 
Who tells you all day, oh, you're definitely here. Let's not even question that. And this is what you got to do to get out of here. No, you're not that which believes it's in. Therefore, you need not get out. That's the out. Yeah, the out is realizing you were never in. Yeah, the hand, no matter how many years it was in the glove, did not become the glove. There's a very strong distinction between the hand and the glove, the first month and the 50th year. <laughs> the hand doesn't turn into wool or, or acrylic because it's touching wool and acrylic every fucking second. It doesn't. Never will. Never has. Yeah. Our What we're of is inherently pristine and untouchable. Yes. If you realize you're not the glove and you are the hand, it's fine to animate the glove. Yeah? If you want to, if you're saying you're not the glove as the glove, you hate the glove. <laughs> I gotta rip this glove off. No. You see you're not the glove and it's fine. Yeah? So, hey, let's open up the gates, Mike. Who wants more? I like the way you flipped that. As opposed to the the rhetorical, when you say, what more do you want? And a lot of people can come up with answers to that. But I like how you added, who wants more? Exactly. Who wants to get out of the body? A body idea. Who wants to get into spirit, a body idea? Scott, were you raising your hand? Oh, I think he was just scratching his forehead. Sorry. Uh, there's no hands up. Scratching your forehead is raising your hand. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, got, got two hands up. Ross, Ross's hands up first. Oh, Ross. All right. Yeah, hello, Paul. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, Ross, yes. Good, okay. Um, so I've been wanting to ask this question for a while. I think I already know what you're going to tell me, but uh, how did we end up in this mess? Did we just get bored as as uh, as God? Yeah, and, and don't go there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. And I know it doesn't matter. That's the only reason why yeah. I'm asking it. Kind of See, the thing is, let's say you're in whatever you're in, or let's call it a mess, Yeah. And part of the mess is someone asking, how did we get in this mess? <laughs> it's part of the mess. Don't you see it? <laughs> it's, we always believe we're exempt from, we feel like we're playing flag football. <laughs> we're, we're exempt from every blow and every call on the field. We're in the midst of the whole thing. Yeah? Yeah. You're wanting to know why is there a mess as part of the fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> we keep excluding ourselves from things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You just see you're not that that wants to know why they're in a mess. Yeah. That's the relief. The relief doesn't come from knowing why you're in a mess. It doesn't. It's sort of like knowing you're getting fucked and you're still getting fucked. That knowledge <laughs> isn't really availing you much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a loss of interest and a gaining of interest in what's readily available now, like peace of mind and shit like that. Yeah. Or a, a sense of contentment and satisfaction. And I'll tell you, content, my own experience, contentment, satisfaction, and enjoying peace of mind doesn't trigger a, a avalanche of questions. It doesn't. It's just sort of, it's like being in a lazy boy. You just relax in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love questions. You know, we wouldn't have Zoom without questions. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I was, I was successful for years training people who knew me never to ask questions and all went out the window with Zoom. <laughs> all those years of cultivating silence, it was out the window. <laughs> you can't take a position, you know, it's, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's the other one, Mike? I, uh, Joe. Joe. Oh, Toronto. Joe. Listen, I gotta apologize. My internet's getting a little um, in and out. So, um, I I want to ask you that the uh, I I don't even even the language fails me, but the idea that when I was practicing mindfulness. My mind would, I would recognize my mind wandered. And then uh, in that moment, it would kind of open up. So I have these other moments where, like I get glimpses is the way you describe it, but I don't stay there. Like I could see that you're in a frame of mind. You you function from a, a state of consciousness I don't live in, but I get glimpses of it. Now, is it is it like a, is, and I know there's not like really, I don't really know. So is it is it like trying to bring myself back when I when I have a glimpse of it, just like go with it? Like No, just ask who is it that thinks they need to bring something back? Why not <laughs> use why not you use the direction of the godfather of non-duality, Ramana Maharshi? Just ask yourself a question, who is it? In one sense, he believes everything else that's asked, its only value is to respond with that question. Yeah? Because there's an assumption that something left or something got in it. I was in the moment and I was out of the moment. That's not us, Joe. That's the mental story. The mental story believes you go places, yeah? You come back to places, but you never leave us, us, yeah? We never leave. Do you ever leave the parameters of now, ever? Have you? All the thinking about yesterday and tomorrow is contained in, in the idea of now. Nothing escapes that. Nothing. 
all our meanderings, all our shameful history that we go over and all this shit, it's not us going over it, but all that stuff never leaves the boundary of now. Why isn't the obvious having more of an influence than the insanity? Yeah? I, I think I enjoy my virtual reality sometimes too much. Well, there you go, then enjoy it. But it's, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it's problematic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because why? It's a two-sided coin. Yes. The currency you're living by is two-sided. You don't get, if you get the one side of the coin, the other side is coming. Yes. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's what, that's the negation of, of the message of non-duality is not to. We are not of that currency. We are not of that transactional movement. Yeah? That's the beauty of it. It's not condemning the transactional movement. It's not condemning to. It didn't say, I condemn to. It just says not to. Not, doesn't, you know, shit. So... Everything is appearing, yeah, it's appearing, but nothing is there, yeah? What? Yeah, it seems real, but it ain't real. But see, us, but we believe if it seems real, it's real. No. So therefore, we, have, we believe we have to get to a point where this place doesn't seem real. You're going to forget about it. The, the programming, yet yeah, Ramana says it beautifully. He says... Someone asked him the question about self-will, yeah? You know, in AA, it's always about God's will, self-will, yeah? He says, someone asked him a question about self-will. He says, listen, there's always, as long as there's individuality, there's going to be the sense of self-will, yeah? The programming that's playing out in this dreaming is individuality, yes or no? Yeah? That individuality... Part of the package deal of that is a feeling of self-will because if there wasn't a sense of self, then whose life would it be anyway? Yeah? So the individuality gets supported by the system it's been, it, it comes from. Yes? This is like what Einstein says. You can't go to the system that produced the problem to produce a solution for it. Yes? It's simple. So this isn't, all right, Let's just pause to and then rehabilitate it, get it in line, you know, get them closer together, get them behaved, you know, walking in step like a military fucking thing. No, it doesn't, it says not to. It's not true. That's all. Doesn't mean it's not appearing. Doesn't mean I don't see it that way. Doesn't mean a lot of things. What it does mean is not real. That's all. Yeah. That what's seeing it is real. We are. Awareness is real. Awareness does not come nor go. Yes? You were as aware on your worst day, you were seeing just as clearly on your worst day than on your best day. Yes? The awareness, there's no discrimination, there's no choosing, there's no, I don't think I want to pay attention to that. If the awareness, if you're in that field, whatever's in that field, there's going to be an awareness of it. Yes? Yes. Yeah? That's what's going on. Then we have the story of Joe and the story of Paul. Doesn't mean it ha doesn't have an importance. It does. 
because of who's living that story, which isn't Joe or isn't Paul. It's something else, yeah? And that's something else. The dreaming has fooled itself by being identified as the dreamt, yeah? Seemingly. It's appearing to it. And the beautiful thing is, if something is appearing, yeah, it's not so, but it's appearing to be so, it can also appear not to be so, quite easily. That's what happens, yeah? You wake up to the dreaming, not from it, to it. You're still in the mix, but you wake it up. Now, that which is appearing that used to be taken completely to be true is now not taken to be true. Especially not so much as the trees and this, but of the mental narration going on. The constant interpretation of misperception, yes? The, the belief in memory and rese- all this shit. That stuff comes into question. It's still appearing, but now it's not appearing true to you. Yeah? That's the difference. Thank you. Yeah. See, the beautiful thing is, in recovery, we have an acronym for fear. One of the many. False evidence appearing real. This is what shifts. Yeah? Everything is false evidence, basically, based on the misperception. Yeah, we're seeing things, yes? We're not seeing no thing. We're not seeing that which is everywhere. We see everything that appears in that which is everywhere. That's the programming, yes? So we're seeing things. Yeah? That's the programming. So things are going to appear constantly. But the importance is, are they appearing to be true to you? Or are they appearing to be false? Because false appearance, yeah, false evidence will appear to be true to you. You. The you is what gives them the meaning of truth. When you see false evidence, it's not appearing to be false to you. It's appearing to be false to what we are. That's a huge difference. Yes? So now something is starting to have a play in your life. So that which takes false evidence to be true is not taken to be true anymore. (laughs) Because what's taking false evidence to be true is the biggest false evidence that Paul is a thing, that it's a doer, thinker, feeler, taster, toucher, born one day and going to die another. Yeah, that's the real false evidence. So that's all. It's just a correction. It's a correction that was never needed because it was never incorrected. It's never been needed. It's all appearing to be true, but it ain't. That's the great news, yeah? Joe and Paul, our inherent spirit, has not been touched by any of these shenanigans ever, nor will it ever be. Joe and Paul will never leave a mark on what Joe and Paul are, ever. Isn't that nice? It's like a kid with washable crayons. You know, you're thinking they're ruining the wall, but no, it washes off. Yes? So you start taking yourself so seriously. You stop taking yourself so seriously because you're not self. Yeah? 
then blue is blue and red is red. Things become clear because your whole basis of of life isn't based on false evidence. It's based on awareness. And it can see the true from the false, I'm telling you. You may not be able to. It can, for sure. Yeah. All right, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Paul, it doesn't make sense to ask you a question because it feels like any question would just come from the sheep. <laughs> then mute yourself and let's go on. <laughs> but it's okay, we're having fun, eh? Hello? Oh, he did mute himself. I, I did, I, <laughs> I did. Well, no, but if, but if, no, but no go ahead, man. Just it, share. It's all oh, right. man, but if it's but if but if it's really the lion, right? Then then there's no there's no question because the question would be coming from the programming of the sheep. So, but there's a bigger thing going on, which is this Zoom event, and it needs questions so it's being used in a very good way. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. All right. raised his hand. Hi, Art. Hey, Paul. Hey, Art. Hey, I'm in the void tonight. Hey. You're in the void? <laughs> well, my screen is black. All but, right. Hey, I was talking to some other kind of speaker, and he, and he likes to talk about how he calls it like the aloneness or the longing and or the, the aloneness. I, and I don't know if I get that, but I, I was just wondering what you thought about that, you know? I know I don't know of a place called the aloneness, so. Well, do you feel like you're alone? It must be a private club. I haven't been invited to the aloneness. <laughs> but I'm going to see if I can get in this weekend. Can I bring two people to the aloneness? <laughs> I don't know. People are trying to find words to try to express something. Don't get caught in the words. Hopefully, feel the expression. Yeah. 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 So, the it's where the it's like an old statement I used to I still like, which is you know what you are is speaking louder than what you say. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. That's the the communication is hopefully going on under underneath the the flurry of thoughts and words yeah yeah the words aren't the message remember right the message never gets delivered <laughs> it's already there yeah there's no need to deliver it <laughs> We're just warning. We're just sharing warnings, really. I mean, I didn't start with this. I'm, you know, Art, when I went, today we were out in the East Bay near Berkeley, and that was the first satsang I ever went to was in the Berkeley Hills. This lady from East Europe, I couldn't even hear her. She spoke very low, but it didn't matter. There was a sense there 
And there was a sense here, yeah? And uh, then I went to see other people. And then when I, and some I liked, some I didn't like. And then I, then because I went to those meetings, I became uh, sensitive to something I couldn't put my finger on. And then, like in some groups, it looked like a, a more dynamic duality. The one person on the stage was the one who supposedly had it, and all the other people didn't have it. But that's not two right there. It's not, that's not a fact. So it started to get me where I saw it's not enough to go to satsang, because satsang, you're there. So you're bringing the obscuring with you. <laughs> and so it became clear that, like the first idea I heard and I grabbed onto, and it wasn't emphasized, was, was the movement of the mental state and its movement is claiming, yeah? So it claims what's happening, which is going to happen, uh, to imply there's a someone. See, that's the little trick. That landed completely. I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it to a point where I didn't need to see it anymore. It was just, all right, th this, this was dyed gray, I got it, put it on. And then I kept going to some satsangs, and I saw, hey, this, this, quickness of the mental state or the sheep programming to to come up and claim to be the hearer of the message seems to be going unnoticed in this whole place to hear the message. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seemed like, wait a minute, you could see the heist, it was so contrasted in that setting, yeah? Because people were talking about what we are as not Paul or this, but as consciousness and everything, and the claiming was having a field day. It was unbelievable. So I, and then I was at one, and the guy came from a Zen lineage, and he said this joke. He said, hey, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water. So I said, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and he says, it's even funnier that I'm a man standing in the river selling water. And then I got up and left, because I got that. Yeah? So I got... I was doing exactly what they warned me not to be doing because they would tell me with great innocence and honesty, you're not going to get it. <laughs> and there I was caught in the act of trying to get it. How did it describe the, uh, that act? Standing in the water, but trying to buy water. <laughs> Do I need any other examples? It was pretty obvious, yeah? So then... I was reading some Ramana stuff, and there was a lot of different people wrote about Ramana's teachings. Then I saw this one statement, and it was always framed as the problem, or gave a, a huge amount of importance, and one of the ways he said it was, and this thing just shook my little imaginary world, hey, the conception of this whole act of dreaming is a presupposing of a non-existent thing, let's call it the dreamt, yeah, this object, a yeah. presupposing. Now, check out the word supposing. So, a supposing, you're assuming something that you that may not be so, yeah? 
So yeah. a lot of times my girlfriend and I, we drive to a store assuming the store's open. We didn't call them and we get there and we're surprised when it's not closed. But if we would have read the sign on the door or would have called them, we would have known it was closed. Yeah. But we assumed it was open without checking. Yeah. So in this case, the supposing or the assumption is pre, pre assumed. What the hell is that? How can there be a pre assumption? So there's an assumption, but the assumption says it was already so before. Yeah. It's a trip. So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. What's, what's being presupposed that the non-existent thing is what's existing? That I am the seer as the, as the seen, yeah? I'm the hearer, the feeler, the taster. I'm the doer. I'm the thinker. The body is given this attribute. So that's the non-existent thing being supposed to be existing and then wanting to get salvation for itself because it runs into a lot of difficulty in this world where no one sees it as it sees itself as the center of the universe. Other people are the center of their universes. And so universes are colliding all the time, and you're confronted with, you're thinking you're all powerful, but you seem not to have much power. Yeah, it's very frustrating and confusing to this presupposed non-existent thing. (laughs) All right, so here you go. There's the presupposing. So what happens? There's a posing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And when it becomes conscious that it wants salvation, yeah, the thing is presupposed to be, to be that one. Yes? So when a thought comes up, says, hey, you want salvation, that you is presupposed to be a historical Mary or a historical Paul, Yeah? So it becomes the foundation of the narrative that we listen to constantly. And it's quite dominant, because whatever you hear, you're going to be hearing it as this. Yeah. So the hearing of the message, you're not this, reinforces this. Doesn't it? Yes. He explains it the next sentence. If this is the case, that this activity is going on, and, it, and I'm telling you, it's going on, is it completing its mission is based on us it's based on awareness really yeah without knowing it it will complete its mission if we start seeing it it won't complete the mission yeah so here it goes if this presupposing of a non-existent thing is in place and that non-existent thing is now seeking salvation for itself and salvation could be getting a nice smoothie or whatever yeah What happens then? Your spiritual practices, what? Yes, even them. Your spiritual practices, yeah, are being, are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah? The spiritual practices that you're using to get somewhere and get out of somewhere are being used to reinforce the thing you want to get out of. So you're wanting to get out is making it a bigger in. Who would have thought? But if you hear this message and it lands, it explains a whole lot to you. You see that that's exactly what's been happening. Or as Huang Po said, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. 
You can't use light to seek light. Why does he say that to us? Because you'll probably get it and you'll be saying, hey, I'm guilty. That's exactly what's been happening. (laughs) But thank God it isn't you that's been doing it. It's the mental state that's been doing it. You see? If it's you, that would probably be the last thing you want to hear, especially if you've invested 30 years into Buddhism. But it's not you. That's the good news, yeah? So suddenly, your spiritual practices themselves are used to reinforce the thing. How can they destroy it? There you go. There's the conundrum. Does it fit? Does that shoe fit? Does that shoe fit that the, the narration we're listening to if you listen to Huang Po, a great Zen master, gets cut right off at the root. Whatever can be perceived, yeah, cannot be perceiving. Listen to the head. One of its biggest presupposing is that which can be perceived is what's perceiving. Yes or no? So let's not go. See, if you're already moving, you're moving in a way incorrectly. That's why they say one step will be like 10,000 fucking miles because we are what we're looking for. So when we make a move to look for it, it makes us seeming 10,000 miles. Yeah. Because we're the dreaming. We're making things appear to be real. Yes? Yeah, yeah. This isn't something that you're sitting on the sideline and observing. You're in the mix of it constantly. There is no pause in the dreaming. There's dreaming, 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 dreaming. There's dreaming of you coming out of the river and sitting on the bank and observing the river. That's in the dreaming. There's no bank of the river that's outside the dreaming. Right. That's the great news. You realize the futility That's why we talk about loss of interest. Every time you make a move, every action has interest in it, doesn't it? Yeah. You must have a huge amount of interest in believing you're transcending something to sit 13 fucking hours on a cushion. I don't do that because I have blood pressure, high blood pressure. That takes like 10 minutes of sitting still, not 13 hours. 13 hours, I believe I'm going somewhere. I do, yeah? I'm completely caught by the statement of Ramana. Completely, yeah? This is the point. You've been caught. The lights have come on. Drop the fucking goods. The jig is up. <laughs> See, you're thinking you're going to get a future relaxation. The freedom from that need or hoping for a future relaxation is the re- relaxation. Yeah? The liberation is from the need to be liberated. That's the liberation. The liberation is from your old ideas. <laughs> That's the liberation. Not through your old ideas, but from them. (laughs) Yeah. Get the flavor of it. That flavor. Oh, 
you'll have the eyes to see it and it will reinforce itself. You'll see the seamlessness of the message. Yeah, no, Paul, it, it resonates and, you know, I, I appreciate it, man. Well, I appreciate you, Art, and I appreciate everyone here because without us, this wouldn't be happening. And this gives a... Uh, There's a whole lot we get out of nothing. A whole lot. Yeah. As, <laughs> as soon as you stop looking at it as something, you get a whole lot out of nothing. You do. It's usually, usually, it's an infinite resource. <laughs> All right, Art. Go back right. into the void. Going back in. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. You can't stay out of the void for long. You got to get in there fast. You'll melt. Thanks, Art. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Ben's hand is up. I don't have nothing to say. But I'll give you an example. Many years back, people used to go pilgrimages. And when they went to wherever they were going, they came back and still they were the same people. So regardless how many people used to go for years until they get to wherever they were going, Jerusalem, Shambhala, Mecca, and it was a arduous and difficult road, full of bandits. You can lose your life in that pilgrimage. By the end of the day, you have to come back wherever you came from. Why we don't need to go on pilgrimage? You're already there. <laughs> You're already there, regardless uh, where you are. Mm. Yeah. But some people need a process. And we do all go through the process uh, to find out that there's nothing to find out because we already never left. Yeah. Like, uh, Mr. Paul, that is very consistent, I have to say. Consistency is extremely, extremely yours, Mr. Paul. And I do think, thank you for your consistency. Very consistent all these years. You know, because that's it. You know, it is not that different. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to put in words uh, yes it's not easy not easy you know and that's it I don't have nothing to say just uh, I guess that everybody is going through the process and well, it's beautiful the birds fly and uh, the plants grow and the sun shines yeah no I really you said a lot actually so yeah that's the thing we we joke around, but sometimes we have people. Maybe Scott too. They haven't. They come back after ten years, and they're like, "Anything new? No, it's the same, 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 same." I hit I hit a point, and it never left there. Yeah, 
as a seat assignment anyway. I hit a point, and it was very clear to me, uh, it's pointless to talk about anything else without this being clear. It is. I just don't see it. Once you, this thing, you can't correct it. You have to see there was never a need to correct, yeah? You can't correct it because there was never a need to correct. That doesn't take uh, the mileage you may need to be convinced of that may be in inches, really. It doesn't have to be miles and miles and miles to be convinced of that, yeah? It may. It may be a way of expressing stuff. It's great. But it's not... We don't need to correct anything. We need to see we're not that that believes there's a need to correct, yes? It's just simple. It's just another, instead of just the, the, one move, the one aperture movement, entertain the possibility that there's another aperture movement, yeah? So you can see what you're not, and then you can see what you're not saying it can see what you're not, yeah? Catch, both the, catch the thief and the policeman. They're both family members. <laughs> and then you've now you've had the intimacy of not two. You've seen the two-ness in your own life. You've seen something that you you weren't aware of, and now you call it self, and maybe you see that self is what has defeated you in this life. It's an amazing leap from eight or ten years before where you had no idea what was going on. Now you've recognized something and it's seemingly not of you and you call it self. But you don't usually recognize what's proclaiming to see that is also self. See, this isn't not one, it's not two. Non-duality is not two. So we catch the two-ness of the obscuring, yeah? A lot of us have caught the oneness of the obscuring. We haven't seen the other side of the obscuring coin yet. We're sharing about it now. Ramana uses the idea of the thief and the policeman, yes? But see, he's capturing the two. So it's not two, yeah? A lot of us, when we come to some self-awareness and recovery, we see self, but we only see the one side of the coin. Yeah? We don't realize the other thing that's proclaiming to be different than that self is self. It's selfing. It's not self, it's selfing. Yeah? It's the identification as this idea. Yeah? Remember, not two. Not two. Yeah. So, but thank you so much for that share, Ben. Appreciate it. And uh, in case somebody want to buy, I'm selling passports to Shambhala. You know, <laughs> the ambassador is coming this year after COVID. <laughs> the Republic of Shambhala will welcome you a lot every day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yes. Yeah. 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 By the way, I have maps to tell you, yes. I just so happen to have them here. And visa. You get visa stamp with the Shambhala uh, passport. 
on your American passport and you'll yeah. be happy. No oh. taxes in Shambhala. No taxes. Oh, they're good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, we have the ambassador of Shambhala now here, Ben. So that's nice. That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. Who's next? Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Gary. Hi, Gary. Gary. Hi. Hi, Paul. Can you hey, hear me? How are you? Yeah. So um, this is right on on a topic. Um, so often when I listen to what you're talking about, I think, oh, yeah, I get that. Now I need the other people in my life to get that. And um, it's so it's such a regular occurrence. I'm thinking, is that what you're talking about? Like with a thief and the cop, the, the Tunis? Yes. Yeah, you know, I think I've got it. Now I think they've got to get it. Yeah, so that's, that which is saying that you got it ain't you, yeah? And yeah. that saying you lost it ain't you. <laughs> yeah. The getting of it doesn't make it you, and the losing of it doesn't make it you. It's just getting and losing, yeah? You know how much yeah. shit you get and lose all day? You don't even I don't even pay any attention to it. By the end of the day, it still always adds up to zero. <laughs> Talk like winning and losing arguments and stuff like that. Everything and anything. Cuz I often find myself listening to the news or social media and I want to get into an argument, and I want to win. I want to be the right one. Well, you're and not that, and you're not that, and so have fun. <laughs> yeah, watch out. <laughs> watch out, because because yeah. it doesn't take much before I've got to win. It's important. Well, you're not that which has to win, so it's not that important. <laughs> you're not That's that. Not that's what takes the steam out of it all. See, if, if it's you and you have to win, there must be something wrong with you to always have to win. If you, if you, that one plug, you can just, the whole tub will, will recede if you just pull that plug out. Just see, it's not you. So, I mean, do I care if other people have to get out? No. Or have to win? I don't care. You apply the same feeling to you. It seems subtle sometimes. I get, I go, I get into arguments with people. And sometimes it's fun. Yeah. What am, What are you gonna do? Just uh, stay in neutrality all day? You live from there, and you fucking. There's conflict and tension, but hopefully it's surrounded with humor, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I know. know. You, it's gone beyond hearing it, Gary. It's, it's sunk in. You're probably sitting around waiting to see something arrive. It's already there. It's in already, Gary. You've been served the spiritual subpoena.
you're probably going to enjoy life a lot better now or different. Yeah? Yeah. You're already there. You're already in the process of it. You're not getting ready for it. You're in it. You were, you were, you were served the subpoena months ago. I've, yeah. I've, saw, I've seen all the court decisions. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's a done deal. Stop acting like you're still on probation. It's finished. Uh, uh, I, you know what's different is, is I can hear you. It seemed like when I first started listening to you, everything you said went over my head. I, I, I was the point. You know. Now you talk, and it's it it seems very clear to me. Yeah. And and then afterwards, I, you know, some little process is going like well. Now I need to remember this. I need to fix, get back into that, which I was so clear of the minute ago. And I, I don't know. I guess it's just a busy brain. Trying, yeah, and you're I, not and that, I, Harry. You're not that. So the shit will come and go, come and go, come and go. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a part of us now. It it's not a part, but you're not moved by the coming and going as much. There's all the coming and going. There's still a sense of what's always available at all times. Yeah, that doesn't disappear because something came, and then only can appear again when something leaves. It's always there. It's like content and context. It's quite different, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Just, I trust just this. I trust having satsang. I do. I trust. I've watched it thousands of times, Gary. I've been. I've watched thousands of people while a message was coming through. I've watched it land. I've watched when their head tried to claim it. I've watched the whole thing thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The point is, you are that, and that's that, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you can do all your shenanigans and everything like that. They have a limited warranty. Yeah? You're going to outlast everything. Mm. You are. Mm. Why not have a little of that influence now? Yeah. Mm. See, things are given size by the seeing of them. Yeah? When, when yeah. what we are starts affecting what we're not, things will be put into different sizes. Yeah? You'll see blue as blue and red as red. Things will become clear much clearer to the action figure, yeah? He won't mm. have so many questions. He'll be assured or be in a, con a condition of being convinced. He will know that he's not managerial quality. It will know 
that it's never going to get it. Yeah? Mm. Mm. It'll be, it'll be clear. It will be done. No review every three months. No bringing in the pundits to debate. Just a clarity of realizing I can't get what I already am. It's impossible. Yeah? Mm. So suddenly, all the attention and interest is, which is weighing is stuck on the appearance and in the act of basically denying that which is so, now a 51 or more percent is now resting in that which is so. And now it can see through appearances. Yeah? Mm. That's it. The same yeah. thing is happening as before. It's just weighted differently. You know, weighted. The weight is more on no thing than thing now. Where before all the weight was on thing at the expense of no thing. I believe if you hear this message, yeah, and it gets through, there's going to be a shifting in the weight of your life. Yeah? There will. Trying to stabilize the comings and goings and the volatility of duality will seem to be a fool's journey. You'll just rest in the assurance of what is while everything's going this and that and in and out and up and down and so on and so forth. Yeah? It's like we said the other day, it's like the roulette of life. I put all my money on 38 black years ago and every rotation I just keep the same bet right there. 38 mm. years, the guy looks at me. You want to check? No, 38 black. 38 black, 38 black. Yeah. All the winning and losing, all this and all that. On the, in the context of 38 black, they don't mean that much. Yeah. Just there, there, there. We're trying to give ourselves the right direction. Stop looking for what you are from what you're not. Or say, no, and then see that you can't not do that. So then you, you see you're not that which keeps looking for what it is from what it's not. That's all. You don't change anything. You just ask, you take the subjective out of it. That's all. You just, hey, wait a minute. Am I the subjectified object called Paul? No. All right. So, yes. So, me thinking I'm out doesn't have that much weight. Me thinking I'm super in doesn't have that much weight. Yeah? The balance of my day doesn't get altered that much by what happens. Yeah? It just is... The weight of something that's so is resting on one side of the scale. The comings and goings go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Mm. That which, you're not that which needs to be convinced. You are, you know. Mm. Well, whatever. Let's, let's move on, Gary. It's great to see you as always. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Gary. Thanks. Uh, anybody else want to raise their hand? 
John R. John R. I can't hear you. Is it John Walker? No. Hey, so it's John John R. Yeah, you see, you oh, hear John, me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can't see you, but now I can't hear you. Shit. Okay, we're in business. I can hear you perfectly. Yeah. Okay, you're very mottled. I had you on a speaker, but it doesn't seem to work, so I had to turn that off. Um, I don't really. I just want to say thank you very much um, for you being here every week. It's uh, it's a good place to be. Um, I'm still waiting for the certificate of enlightenment. Incidentally, <laughs> now you've mentioned the onesie. Uh, I definitely want a onesie with uh, your face on the bum. I think it'd be good. Um, but I, well, I guess the one, what's you, you up for me the today is when you get the onesie, you get the certificate, and you okay, get the certificate. We'll bring them you get, I'll you get the onesie. Uh, I'll I'll buy them off your little uh, shop there. But, um, <laughs> I guess what it's just um, it's just a. Uh, uh, I've spent all morning doing home and contents insurance and it's driving me a bit crazy. I did it. And um, so basically I'm buying into the fear that my house is going to burn down in the future. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's playing on me. You know, why, are, why do I bother doing it even? But I remember, the suggestion here is that idea of Jono that's buying into the fear isn't you. Yeah, I, I get oh. that. But there's, yeah. there's the, my head's now wanting to be involved and saying, why are you bothering? Because um, it probably won't happen. My evidence has been that I've never had a house burned down in the last 50 odd years. So anyway, it's just, I just wanted to be part of really. I don't seem to say much. Usually, I'm too engrossed in your message. <laughs> good, good. Well, we, I appreciate you, bro. And, you know, again, it's what we try to harp on it on the platform is the language is completely based on the assumption that you're a self. Yeah. So you just have to, just to be, a, just yeah, to yeah, have some true. awareness of that. It's constantly... Sure. The language is constantly implying we have a lot to do with a lot of shit we have nothing to do with. And yeah. it's just going to keep on keeping on. And every once in a while on this platform, I'll try, I'll point it out to people. I don't do that during the day. <laughs> it's, it's now that it has, it's appropriate, let's say, because yeah. it's, a, it's actually an incredible illustration. Just taking, just taking a snippet of what we say and how casually uh, a profound misunderstanding constantly gets reinforced. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I'm not saying we're reinforcing it. The language itself is in the reinforcing of it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so just, um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was sort of mentioning how, 
when he gets something coming via the message of Paul Hederman, um, he wants family members or, or friends oh, yeah. to, to get that message. Now, now uh, what's coming up for me is uh, it would seem that doesn't seem to happen often and sometimes it can be met with a fairly hostile, uh, you know, if you say it's telling somebody that they don't actually exist, they can get a bit hostile. Um, but what comes up for me is the whole thing just grace and whoever's on this thing has been, you know, it's the grace of whatever that we're here. Well, I like the word grace because it leads, it leaves a lot of leeway uh, to imply a lot of stuff of what we have no idea sure. of. So, yeah. Let's, let's call it grace. But uh, I don't believe there's people really. I think this, this is dreaming. If no, you really okay. ask me, all right. Uh, as a, to present like a mental construct, I think the, the 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 idea that this is dreaming is the closest explanation that registers with me. I found a lot of uh, ahas with the Course in Miracles uh, speaking about this event as a dreaming, not a not as a. It says a dream. I don't like the word dream. Because it sounds like it's a thing. I don't believe there's anything called a dream. I think there's dreaming. Dreaming, 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 dreaming. Yeah. So we're dreaming of people. We're dreaming as people and all that. But I don't... Uh, somewhere in what I am doesn't have any belief in that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just don't see it. You know... Uh, I remember, uh, uh, well, whatever, yeah. But you that's, that's the certificates that's, coming, huh? Mm -hmm. I want my certificate. <laughs> oh yes, you know what? I'm thinking you. Uh, you reminded me. I'm going to look into that seriously. Yeah, me too. Me too. I got to get a stamp. I got to get a stamp also, a Zen bitch yeah. slap stamp. But there'll be a there'll be a very short expiration date. <laughs> yeah Just the today, awakening yeah. doesn't last forever it's like three months with a lot of oh, conditions okay. usually based <laughs> on the level of donation <laughs> is how this how the certificate will get extended <laughs> yeah i love it okay. all right i'll try to i'll find i'll try to find it and we'll 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 uh present it Hopefully this coming week at the next non-duality. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of it, and uh, yeah, your name could be right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just five simple steps: go to the ATM, get a registered letter, <laughs> and your certificate will be there next week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm on. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I still have one. I gotta find one, and I can I can make copies. Yeah, you can make some hemp uh, onesie suits as well. <laughs> hemp onesies, yes, hemp onesies. Forever lazy. Our idea of inf <laughs> infinite is forever lazy. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyone else have a question?
Anybody else want to raise their hand? And somebody did actually just requested that you have um, uh, like sweatshirt hoodies on the t-shirt site for women. She wanted women's sizes. Who was that? All right, we'll look into that, I guess. I thought we did, but. You go Stacy. You know what we're gonna do, Mike? Well, Mike knows me. When I say what we're gonna do, we don't usually do. <laughs> so I'm gonna shut it off right there. Hey, as I'll of today, to though, the, the, the website has the, the music tab for people that have contributed songs. Oh, that's great. And then we're gonna do the text stuff too? Yeah, Dimitri said he was doing that next. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah, so if anyone's interested, we're gonna have like, uh, people can, send us stuff and i think one of our members is has a lot of the quotations that come out of these zooms and are going to be putting them up there yeah so yeah they'll be like little mini zen bitch slaps you can get you can get a <laughs> three for 15 or five for 25. <laughs> Is everyone, is, is, is this hopefully working for everybody? Yeah? Yeah, please. That's great. Or not working. Oh, not working, yeah. That's the true indication. But you know what I mean. I, I do have a soft spot for all these squares. I hope it's allowing uh, for all the bent light to be correct, you know, straightened out. The light is the light, but sometimes it's too bent and it all goes back to you all day. <laughs> we want it to just go out, yes. We don't want it, just whatever. All right, that's enough compassion for me. Yeah. I don't want to get carried away. All right, so any, any question or we'll just say goodbye, I think. hands all right let me look at everyone hey mike thank you for everything Pleasure. yeah ben thank you for your uh your great uh service to shambhala shambhala we appreciate it we got is Vlad trying to say something somebody's trying to say something yeah paul i had a, I had a quick question if you were asking right. one more. so is the is the idea of the witness then just something that gets in the way because it's it's separating? I feel that myself, yes. Because it just is, yeah. Yeah, I don't see when the witness is is being held from a body idea. I just see it as usually, uh, yeah. Do you, do you think that there's an actual witness that witnesses the body or witnesses the mind? No, there's witnessing all the time. There's no witness. Got it. Yeah, see, this is the dilemma. There's seeing, but there's no seer. It's the same way. Right. So some people try to give, they try to name a more, more subtle seeing by calling it witness, the witness. I don't, I, that doesn't serve me. But, you know, if it works for you, fine. It just doesn't for me. Do you think there's a, 
a, a sort of a field of awareness or consciousness that just exists that's always been that we're in? Yeah, I don't think I don't. Yeah, I don't believe it's a field. Uh, you know, it just is. I don't yeah. know. A field would mean that it there's a point where it ends. The field. Yeah. I don't believe that's true. But I, you know, we give it the term awareness, but basically, uh, obviously, no term can capture it. Because awareness, again, gets back to the act of being aware. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so names are just like uh, crude pointers, so to speak. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, when I saw you talk, you talked about the parasitic aspect of the mind yeah, trying to yes. continue to get things that really shifted something profoundly for me. And I think about it a lot, how there's these parts that still want to be fed. And if you just starve them, how you, you get a greater, it's just, there's just more there. Yes. The starving is a loss of interest. That's mm. all. It's a loss of interest. They lose relevance, so to speak. And, uh, and therefore, you see it's all us, period. But we use these images because of uh, the images work. Uh, if you're taking yourself to be something that you're not, it's important to point out that you're not. Mm -hmm. And then there's a further place, but there's no uh, trail there. You don't have to, you don't need any trail. Just see what you're not. And things will line up. Yeah. 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 Awesome. My feeling is, yeah. I think a lot of times, uh, you know, things, uh, ID states or whatever left nameless are much clearer to me. I don't, I, the idea of putting a name on it, uh, it doesn't work for me. So that's why we try to stay just on, let's see what we're not, describe what we're not, understand what we're not. We're experiencing it all day, you know, and then in seeing what we're not, you'll find out about what you are and you'll find out about what you, the absence of those intimacies were given names. So you won't be need the name anymore. Yeah. You'll be enjoying peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there won't be any, there's no formality in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to see you. Yes. Yeah, and we do, the, we do recovery ones, Tuesdays and Thursdays, okay. Pacific times, where we use the parasitical idea a lot. Great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. All right, is that over, Mike, or no? Uh, no hands up. All right, well, let me uh, say goodbye to everyone. I already said goodbye, Ben and Mike, Doreen and Sean. The better half is still there. All right, Doreen, yes. All right, nice to see you. Vlad, as always. 
Nice to see you, Vlad. Scott, thanks again. Come back in another five years. You're on the five-year plan. Sort of like a, 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 you're a slow moon rotating around the uh, Zen bitch slap. All right. We got John K. As always, John, nice to see you. Yeah? You're going to throw in some quotes, aren't you? Um, yeah, I got. I sent in a few, and I can uh, pull. So I have some more too in my hard drive. Yeah, great. I'm, I'm yeah, not just... quite caught up. There's like eight or ten years yet that I haven't quite got to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it will be great, yeah, because yeah, okay. we like to leave something behind, you know. Yeah, the best of Paul Hedeman will be available after Paul Hedeman leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for it <laughs> so alright Fritz nice to see you again and there's Roger nice to see you Roger uh, let's see Kenneth pleasure Kenneth nice to see you there Clifford nice to see you Clifford I don't think he can hear us Maggie nice to see you Maggie Brandon Again, are you sending us music also, Brandon? Yeah, I think I, I sent something. Oh, yeah, you're our man. Yeah, you got the uh, 39 things that aren't mine. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. also uh, put together a piece that I think is on your, on your website with you talking. And I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. Some I of it, to, yeah. That's yeah, great. That yeah, that one's on the uh, music page now, and uh, I'll go ahead and post it as its own video on, on Zen Bitch Slap, too. Soon. Cool, right on. Fantastic, Brandon. We really appreciate it. Yeah. 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 go Z. How are you, Z? We got Robert from New Zealand, Traveling Light. Nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. What? Nice. Hey, Thank thanks. you, Robert. It's been. I'm so happy to have met you, Robert. I remember the first the first meeting, and I really appreciate your attendance. Yeah, my one hope is that I end up as crazy as you. <laughs> You're not that far from it, bro. <laughs> Johans, nice to see you there. Yes, John Walker, another an Aussie. Yes. Nina, nice to see you, Nina. It's working for you, eh? Good. Good, good. John R., nice to see you, John. Always happy when I see that friendly face of yours. Mary, Mary Graydon, she's got the short hair now. Relaxing. Thanks for the laughs, man. Thanks for the laughs. You're hilarious. Ah, good. Well, I don't try to be. <laughs> <laughs> I always get a good laugh. It's awesome. Uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got Keith, one of my main men. Thanks, Keith. Always good to see you. I just, you just disappeared like that. Hold on. Where did he go? Keith. Yeah. As soon as I say your name, you disappear. Woo. I got Ross. Ross. Enjoying the uh, the wonders of the inside, the indoors. We got Ty. Is, I gotta say your name. Is it right, Ty? Oh, Taz. Yes, Taz. Yes. Nice to meet you again, Taz. Hey, Paul. I remember that. Where did we meet again? In Melbourne, in Sassafras. 
Oh, yes, up in Sassafras. Now I remember. That yeah. was lovely. I had a very... I wanted to move the Sassafras after that. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful there. Yeah, I really like it there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I Hopefully, I'm going to see you again there sometime. Yeah, I hope so. Yes. Right, Brahmi, nice to see you, Brahmi. The lens is wonderful. The lens, very good. Yariv, always a pleasure. Joyce, I'm threatening to have people over soon, so we'll let you know. Oh, good. Joyce. I'm oh, ready. Joyce, you too, yeah. Gary, Gary is like living large outside the corner now. There you go, Gary. Joe, I just renewed my Long Island subscription, my accent, by talking to you earlier. It's thicker than it was an hour and a half ago. <laughs> All right, I have to talk to you every week. We got uh, a lot of names here, Alan and Ross and something. If I don't mention you, I can't read it. It's too small. But thanks, everyone, for, uh, for being a part of this event. I really enjoy them. Thank you. See you. See you, Joyce. See you, everybody. Thank you, Paul. 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 Thanks, Mike.